Hi, I'm Stacy. I love chatting about how to find our callings, preferably cozied up with steaming beverages in a coffee shop. You can connect with me on social media at Stacy Summerow and subscribe to StacySummerow.com for a free discernment packet called How to Make the Right Choice. God's adventure awaits, my friend, and I am thrilled you're on the journey with me. Hello, folks, and welcome back to another episode of Calling Caffeinated. I got some great listener questions when I did my last Q&A episode, so I'm going to do another one. I got a really great question from Emily that I'm excited to share with you today. It's about discerning religious life. Uh, First, though, I do want to recommend that you check out today's sponsor, which is Choose Life Rosaries. That's spelled C-H-E-W-S. And that's because they offer silicone teething rosaries that are beautiful, high quality, sustainably made in the United States by Catholic women, many of whom are mothers. And so you're helping support Catholic families when you buy from Choose Life. I know the owner and she's amazing. She's spoken for my two conferences last year. Um, And I love that Sister Lucia Fatima said that there's no problem so difficult we can't solve it with the rosary. So I certainly found that when I was a NICU mom for four months this year, I would pray the rosary to and from the hospital every day. It became such a great source of calm and inspiration for me. And I just have really fallen in love with the rosary, so I'm proud to partner with them. So you can use the call the code, excuse me, use the code caffeinated10 to get 10% off your order. And right now is a perfect time to go shopping because they're having Christmas in July sales for just one more week until the end of July. So go ahead and on over to choosewife.com and check it out. I'm gonna link to that in the show notes. So welcome to our episode today. We have Emily who wrote to me, Dear Stacy. Any advice on how to discern which religious communities to visit? I'd love to visit a bunch, but between taking time off work and financial limitations, I'll have to choose, or rather, Jesus will have to choose with me. And she included a cute little smiley face. (laughs) So Emily, that is such a great question. It's amazing, 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 amazing that you are discerning religious life. And I want to give you props for that. If you've been following me For any length of time, you know that one of my missions when I started my ministry was to encourage young people to discern religious life. And that's because the fruits that I have seen in my own life from my discernment cannot even be named. Um, It helped me to form a more mature relationship with God. It helped me learn how to really, truly trust God in my everyday. And the nuns and, and sisters that I met along the way impacted me so deeply in so many ways. And ultimately, when I discerned out of religious life, my husband and I, who who also discerned religious life, he and I knew that we were called to marry each other so much faster because of our discernment. So just know that I'm thrilled for you. Keep it up. So exciting. So let's get down to brass tacks. So I have two resources, first of all, for you. Uh, So Emily shared with me in a different message that she attended the virtual vocation summit that I hosted last year, which was called God's Adventure Awaits. Now that summit featured over 40 speakers plus a catalog of 56 religious communities and mission organizations. Basically what I did last summer was I was trying to make it really easy for people who are just starting their vocational discernment to find religious communities that they jived with. Um, So that catalog is still active. Those talks are still up. And if that's you and you're looking for resources, you may want to come on over to my website, stacysummerow.com. I will put a link in the show notes, of course, and you may want to consider purchasing the materials from that summit. So it was my joy to just compile this mountain of wisdom and resources from some of the smartest people I know, including Jackie and Bobby Angel, 
Katie Prejean McGrady, Sister Bethany Madonna, Jason Evert, Mary Lenneberg, Sarah and Andy Swafford. The list goes on and on. Oh, Father Timothy Gallagher, of course, Father Stephen Gadbury, Father Rob Galea, so many wonderful people in that summit. So that's a resource waiting for you, and you can get 50% off. I'm going to offer that through August 15th for anyone who wants to go ahead and purchase that when you use the code discernment. And another great resource is from the Vision Vocation Network. So they have this cool quiz that you can take that's going to match you with your ideal orders. It sounds really cool. I actually haven't taken it myself because I don't think it was around when I was discerning religious life, but I've heard from other people that it's an awesome tool to help you get started. So definitely worth checking out. And of course, I'm linking to that in the show notes as well. All right, so those are the resources. Now let's go through a quick process to narrow your list down from the whole world right down to deciding who you'd like to visit. So the first part of this is kind of work on the back end to increase your self-knowledge and to really know what you're looking for so that when you come across it, you can say, oh, yep, that's what I want. So here are some questions that you can take to prayer and you can journal about. I'm going to list these questions in a second, but another thing that you can do with these questions, which I highly recommend doing, is conducting kind of interviews with your spiritual director, your family and friends, your trusted advisors. Maybe do like five interviews and write down what they say. Don't skip that part. Write it down. And then once you've done these interviews and you've written everything down, look back through all the interviews and look for common themes. The things that people say in common likely there's going to be something there that you should pay attention to. So, of course, don't take everything they say as gospel truth, because ultimately every vocation decision is between you and God. But I find sometimes when I would stress about my life and I get overwhelmed, that sometimes the people who know me best can see things about me that I can't see. Okay, so here are the questions to increase your self-knowledge so that you know exactly what you're looking for. Do I see myself in a cloistered or an active community? Is wearing a habit as part of a religious life important to me? If so, why? Do I want to travel and serve in many places, or would I prefer to stay in one location? I included this one because you'll notice that some orders are just a single location and some are worldwide, and they may actually require you to pick up and move every couple of years. What are my unique talents? If you are stumped about this one, think about what people often tell you that you're good at or what people often ask you for help with. What forms of prayer am I most attracted to? Charismatic praise and worship or rote prayers like the rosary, maybe Lexio Divina where you read scripture and meditate on it. Next question, who are the particular groups that I feel called to serve? The elderly, the homeless, mothers in need or children? Next question is, where do my gifts particularly shine? Do they shine while I'm teaching, nursing, cooking, writing, hospitality, etc.? In other words, what makes me feel really alive and enlivened? What really lights me up? Next question, what service experiences have I found most satisfying in the past and why? When I envision myself in a religious life, what do I actually picture myself doing? This can be kind of a fun one and you can get really specific if you want. Finally, are there any particular orders whose spirituality I'm attracted to? Dominican, Carmelite, Franciscan, etc. If you don't know enough about the orders yet and you need to do some more research on that, that's totally fine. Okay, so you've got your wish list of what you're looking for in a religious order. You don't have to know everything, but it just helps to have even a little bit more self-knowledge to narrow it down. 
Okay, so let's move on to research. This is the part where you actually plug your keywords into a search engine and look for different orders, try to find different uh, websites, and then make contact with them. So I recommend just keep a running list, <clears throat> either write it down or it might be easiest to do a document on your computer. Uh, so that way you can just include the web addresses and just click back to them quickly whenever you want. I also recommend writing down what strikes you about them initially. Many orders have similar names or similar words in them. And so sometimes it's amazing how easy it can be for me to forget them um, and what, what I liked about them when I initially saw them. So I also recommend trying to relax while you do this. Maybe light a candle, sip your favorite beverage, and just ask the Holy Spirit to be your partner. I know that it can become really overwhelming, and if you need to take a break and walk away, that's okay, and then come right back to it. Um, there's also a lot of terms that you may not understand. I know I certainly didn't when I started um, researching orders in 2013. It can be really overwhelming. But just take comfort in the fact that the Holy Spirit really wants you to find the life that's right for you. Just by opening your computer and doing this research, you are doing your part and trust that he's going to supply the rest. I recommend maybe doing one night a week, maybe several nights a week if you have the time and just kind of have fun with it. One thing I want to note about internet research. So you've heard the expression, don't judge a book by its cover, right? I have met and I've worked with many, many religious orders. And I will say that many of them don't have websites that really accurately represent how amazing and inspiring their community members are. So keep in mind that many sisters and brothers just entered their vocation to leave the world. They weren't interested in keeping up with the latest marketing best practices, right? They're not really interested necessarily in marketing their order that's not where their passions lie so just you know if the website appears cheesy maybe it lacks character maybe it just has really terrible photos just try not to let that influence whether or not you move on to the next step with that order what's more important at this point is just kind of those basic qualifications that you answered in your interviews and in your journaling do i want a cloistered or active order habit or no habit What's their prayer life like? Am I attracted to their charism? Uh, do I think that their way of serving will fit my talents, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so now you've done your research. You've got a good number you're interested in, say maybe 10. So try to have a phone or a Zoom conversation with one or more members of each order. Usually that would be with the vocation director, of course. So some orders may not grant you this. They may want you to just come and visit in person. Um, so just know that that may not always be an option, but you should be able to get somebody on the phone. Um, and just try to start the conversation virtually since you don't have time or resources necessarily to visit them all in person. So this is the part that kind of feels like online dating where you move from the platform, the dating platform into talking right before your first date. So again, try to relax. Just remember God is gonna lead you to the right one. Just be yourself. Let the Holy Spirit inspire the conversation. Don't force anything. Don't try to appear holier than you are. You know, if you're gonna join this order, they're gonna be interested in you for who you are right now. <laughs> Even if you have you know, imperfections or things in your past or whatever is making you feel insecure, just connect on a person-to-person -person level. So, you know, and you may not mesh with them either. And honestly, that's okay. If you don't mesh with these people, you never have to talk to them again. God certainly doesn't want to trap you into a place where you're going to feel miserable every day when you wake up. So it's a mutual discernment. So do be prepared to answer questions about yourself, and they're going to want to know a lot about you. 
So if you're a little stuck of knowing where to start, here are some questions that you may want to ask during the conversation. What do you love about your life? That's a pretty good one, I think, just to get them talking and find out where their passions lie. What does the schedule of a normal day in your order look like? What do your community members do for fun and recreation? What's the story of your founder? And what do you most love about your charism? Okay, so now you've researched, you've made contact, and now is the exciting part. Whom do you visit? So just as with your initial research, I recommend casting as wide a net as possible. I know that it's expensive, plane tickets are expensive, but this is an investment in your future. And I know that there's really nothing like an in-person experience to get a feel for what awaits you there. And I, I do think there will be something waiting for you at each place you visit. It's certainly never a waste if you go out on a limb and do a visit and you end up not um, not joining that order because Jesus in the real presence is at every convent and every monastery. Um, so I want you to get creative and think about how you can make it work with every order that you feel attracted to. You know, maybe you could start a GoFundMe. Maybe you could ask your parents to fund a trip as your Christmas or your birthday present. Maybe you could take a bus, which may only cost a fraction of the price of a plane. So uh, I know that Jesus wants to pour out his gifts on you generously when you're generous with him. So naturally, start with your top orders from the initial Zoom or phone conversations. Those are your number one, number two, number three to visit. Um, there's certainly no maximum limit to how many you can visit, um, but I do recommend a minimum of three. That's because I want you to have enough variety to really make an informed choice. And let's say you really fall in love with one, well, then you've got two others to contrast it to. Um, so definitely minimum of three. So when you do visit, Emily, I want you to not put pressure on yourself to know right away or to feel something huge and just feel and know that this is your home for the rest of your life. So I would just, you know, think about it like dating. I would never get engaged to a man that I had only met once. It's just not a good idea. <laughs> You're gonna make multiple visits. It's a mutual discernment process and it really should be gradual because when you do enter, this will be the rest of your life and nobody wants you to make a decision, especially the community members, um, if you're not ready, because if you're miserable, they don't want to live with you either. <laughs> so talk about your impressions with your trusted advisors once you're back from each trip and then get your feedback from them. So, so tell them about it and then say, you know, what are you, what are you hearing as I'm talking? Are you hearing that I'm excited? Are you hearing that I have interest? Maybe are you hearing that I'm animated and that I'm looking forward to seeing these people again? Or do I feel, do I look like I feel kind of sad? Maybe I'm turning inward. Maybe I'm even more stressed or something like that. So when they can be a bit of a mirror for you, those intangibles that they're gonna to describe to you can be a really great indicator. Okay, Emily, this is very exciting for you. Please keep me updated on your journey. Um, definitely go out and go get them, girl. <laughs> um, this is so exciting. Know of my prayers for you. And please don't be discouraged if this process takes a long time. Just like dating, it should take a while. God is going to gradually introduce you to your future. And, and the fact that it's gradual is okay. And there you have it. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you found this episode helpful, will you please share it with a friend or many of your friends and invite them to follow this podcast? Also, if you could leave a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts, that would be so enormously helpful. It really does help the show get seen by more eyes. If you are looking to take 
our friendship to the next level and come have a coffee date with me every month, you can join our Patreon community. This is a, a, a platform. Patreon is a platform where artists and creators can create sustainable income. So for a low monthly pledge, you get to come on over and chat with me and all of our amazing community members every month and some other fun perks. So until I meet you again for coffee, may God bless you and keep you and we'll chat soon.